Hello and welcome to Pocket Therapist. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Moore, licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm going to teach you everything I've learned over the last 13 years as a therapist to help maximize the value you get out of your relationships. Hey everyone, you're still here. Thanks for your patience as I took a bit of a break from podcasting to focus on some other pressing business and family matters. It's extremely important to me to have as much balance in my life as I can, even though things are often more work-heavy than they would be in my ideal world. We're only a few days away from Thanksgiving, which means we're only a month away from Christmas, which means a lot of you are completely freaking out. I know the holidays are supposed to be fun and relaxing and enjoyable, but I have this theory. A large percentage of people out there feel a much more significant burden around the holidays than they do the rest of the year, and they're actually quite relieved come January 1. It's not to say that these people don't enjoy some parts of Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, but here's the deal. This is the four to six weeks of the year when some of the harder parts of being human all converge to really test your mettle. For example, number one, you're expected to spend more money on food and gifts than you might spend otherwise during months and months of the rest of the year combined. I just went to Costco the other day and spent $350 on one of several Thanksgiving shopping trips. Of course, I'm hosting 35 people at my house this year. Yep, 35 And I'm actually excited about it. And not because I'm an extrovert. I'm really much more of an introvert. But we've been hosting at our house for a few years now, and we've got Thanksgiving down to a mental health-friendly science. Two, let's get really real for a minute here. Many of you end up spending a lot of time with relatives that you purposefully avoid the rest of the year. Or at least relatives you hardly ever see, which means that even if you're not mortal enemies, you aren't necessarily best friends either. And in some cases... There's often some bad blood floating around somewhere in the groups that you meet with. You really have to put your best self forward in many of these interactions. Three, your routines are all messed up. People look forward to time off work, time with family, and a little break from the predictable pace of real life. And then we actually get off work and spend time with family, and the lyrics of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas come to mind. Mom and dad can hardly wait for school to start again. But even deeper than that, many of us really rely on routines to help us maintain mental health. Maybe we have sleep routines or exercise routines, maybe spiritual routines or other self-care routines. And when those go out the window, people can get pretty stressed out. Four, traditions. Traditions. The holidays, unlike perhaps any other time of the year, are full of traditions. Some of the traditions we do are ones that have been carried on for generations. Maybe we don't even know why we're doing them. Maybe we'd quit immediately if we didn't feel some sense that we would be offending our ancestors or ruining some magical generational bond. Maybe we enjoy our traditions, but they're also expensive, time-consuming, and often stressful. Five, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's mark the closing of each year. I can't tell you how often I see memes on Facebook or Instagram about how glad people are to be ending this year and starting a new one. People often talk like the year itself was the one making their life difficult, and that somehow when the ball drops in Times Square on New Year's Eve, that they'll rise like the phoenix from the ashes of the previous year. Nevertheless, the holidays often remind us that the year is ending, and we certainly did not get done what we thought we would get done during the year. 6. Pending New Year's Resolutions I don't know how much stress this actually generates for people, but I think New Year's resolutions end up doing more harm than good for most people. 
they tend to highlight two things. One, something you wish you were doing but aren't. And two, something you're going to promise to do and then drop like a 40-pound bag of moldy potatoes by mid-February. And let's not even talk about when credit card bills start popping up in January. It reminds me of the Jerry Seinfeld bit about getting the bill after eating at a restaurant. Does this look right to you? We're not hungry now. Why are we buying all this food? I have at least some buyer's remorse every year after realizing that most of my money went to trinkets and toys that will end up shoved somewhere and forgotten. So let me tell you how I feel about the holidays. I enjoy them, and they're stressful. Every year I feel excited and enjoy so many things about Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Every year I also promise myself that I'm going to scale back next year, do less, spend more time relaxing, cut out some of the lamer traditions, and spend less money, or at least spend money differently. And every year I find myself making fewer changes than I hoped I would. As a therapist, I see some pretty interesting patterns around this time of year. First, I noticed people who were doing pretty well totally losing it starting about mid-November and needing extra help through the end of December. I also noticed people just basically piecing out from therapy until the first week of January. January is such a huge, huge month for new clients. People reach their breaking point in December and need some major help refocusing in January. Here are some of my thoughts, both personal and professional, about how you can make your holidays a little more peaceful, a little less chaotic, a little more productive, a little more fun, and maybe a little less triggering. One, set boundaries. The biggest mistake people make when they're trying to manage complex family relationships around the holidays is feeling like they have to explain all of their decisions. Let me tell you something. You don't have to explain yourself. Sure, some people will try to extract an explanation from you if you choose not to attend this or that activity, but you actually don't owe anyone an explanation. And I believe the more you try to explain away a boundary, the less powerful it becomes. Just use this magical phrase that I have come to absolutely love. That's not going to work for us. Did you get invited to your seventh Christmas party and need a break? That's not going to work for us. Thanks so much for inviting us, though. Maybe next year. Are you being forced into a white elephant exchange that you just can't handle this year? I'm sorry, that's not going to work for us. I hope you enjoy it, though. Is there a party happening where your cousin who stole $5,000 from you a few years ago will be and you're supposed to pretend it didn't happen? Yep, that's not going to work for us. You'll get questions about why and you'll get some guilt about not doing whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing. But if setting a boundary blows up a relationship, maybe that relationship needed some more help anyway. It's not your job to make sure that other people have the holiday they want. It's their job. And if their holiday demands that other people behave in certain ways, well, they have some growing up to do. Of course, be nice. Don't be callous. You can genuinely feel sad that you couldn't help someone's Christmas fantasy come true. You can be sorry that you can't be at every single family event. But don't apologize for taking care of yourself and your family. You have to wake up and live with yourself and your immediate family on January 1st. Take care of yourselves first. 2. Maintain at least some routines. Maybe there are only two or three things you can make sure happen every day, even if it's in a modified way during the holiday season. At least do those two or three things. Know yourself well enough to know which of your routines are most critical for your mental health survival and your relational stability. Do those so you don't lose your mind. Tell your loved ones that there are a few things that you have to make sure you do so you can continue to be someone they actually want to hang out with. Let them know what those things are, and then schedule it into your day. Put an alarm in your phone, get support from your closest family, and ask them to help hold you accountable for doing your mental health preserving routines. Three, spend money differently. 
As our kids get older, I continue to be reminded that buying stuff is pretty dumb. Most toys get discarded quickly. Most gadgets get outdated. If you're going to buy gifts, try to buy gifts that create experiences for people. Board games or other similar games that the kids or whole family can play. Planned vacation that you can introduce on Christmas, for example, and get excited about all the way up until it happens. Books. Musical instruments or sports equipment. These are stuff, but they can also create a lot of opportunities to have experiences as well. Hey, if you're going to buy stuff, stretch it out. Get magazine subscriptions or one of those subscription boxes that gives small gifts every month for a whole year. I've even known some families that set aside money to serve other families in some way as part of their Christmas gift. Number four, surrender. You can't create a flawless, perfectly stress-free holiday season. You'll spend more money than you want to. You'll have interactions you don't love with family. You'll make mistakes. It's okay. Let go. Enjoy what you can and call the rest of it life or being human. As they say, expectations are premeditated resentments. Number five, create mental health traditions. This lines up with setting boundaries. I suggest you create traditions that you can do every year that help you keep your head above water around the holidays. How about an annual tradition of getting a massage between Thanksgiving and Christmas? How about a tradition where you don't shop at all on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, relaxing so hard while everyone else is trying to save money on junk they don't need or won't care about within a month or two? Maybe you make a tradition of saying no on purpose to at least one family demand every year. Or you can create a tradition of asking someone else to be in charge of something you normally manage so you don't lose your mind. Number six, rethink resolutions. Here's the deal. Goals are great and everything, but you're much more likely to achieve useful outcomes if you forget about the outcomes and just focus on small, meaningful decisions you can make day to day. People always set exercise or weight loss goals. I think those are two of the most popular New Year's resolutions. I say forget the resolution. There's nothing magical about January. Focus on one thing you can do today that will move you forward in some way. One decision. Just one step. Do that only. I believe about 92% of New Year's resolutions are never achieved, at least in the year that people set them. But 100% of people who just take a single step in the right direction make progress towards something, even if they don't know today what that something is. Leave just a little mystery in your life. Let the goals appear later after you've put the work in. That process works way better for me than trying to force a certain outcome to happen. I hope your holidays this year are a little better than they were last year. I hope you find some joy amidst the stress. I hope one of these ideas I've shared will make some meaningful difference and how you show up to the end of the year, and that maybe you'll need just a little less therapy in January than you might otherwise have needed. But if you still need help, I'll be here. If you've got friends or family who you feel like could uh, use some help from this list I shared, maybe to help you not lose your mind when relating with them this year, then feel free to pass this podcast on to them and just say it's my Christmas gift to them. Thank you, everybody, and I hope you have an awesome holiday season, or at least as awesome as it can get with all of these pesky humans running around. 